0: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Episode 68 today of this program. 68 episodes already. Man, I I haven't been a talk show host for very long and I have already had the opportunity to cover a presidential impeachment and a global pandemic. It's pretty efficient. (laughs) I wonder what the next 68 episodes will bring us. Man, oh man! Uh, listen, I owe you an apology. I uh, so rudely didn't ask what you are up to this weekend. I said uh, what I had decided to, to do with my beautiful young family, uh, but what are you up to? Five seven five zero zero. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to know what you're doing uh, just to see what you're up to and also maybe get to some ideas for myself uh, and maybe some ideas I could share with my uh, friends and family as we face uh, these, this upcoming weekend in the midst of this ongoing global pandemic. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, Listen, if you hear me chuckling, don't think I'm being flippant about this. I I, I take it very, very seriously. In fact, I'm broadcasting from home. Uh, I'm in the guest bedroom. Uh, This is where we feed the cat. I'm about six feet away from uh, the cat's food and water dish, so (laughs) it's a little bit of a different setting uh, from the one I'm used to over uh, down the street at Broadcast House on a normal day. Listen. Listen. We talked in the last segment about a piece of legislation being debated right now in the United States Senate forwarded by uh, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. There was another uh, measure which made its way through uh, the House and the Senate ultimately onto uh, the desk of the president named the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. That contained a a number of measures, uh, some of the ones making headlines, uh, that guaranteed that individuals uh, seeking Testing, or those rather who qualified to be tested for this coronavirus, uh, could get that testing and do so uh, without uh, the burden of having to to cover that cost. So the federal government stepped up there, going to pick up the tab on that. And yet, uh, and, and that item alongside many, many others, uh, were contained within uh, that piece of legislation. Although uh, there are some who uh, view that, again, the second uh, stimulus package uh, to make its way through Congress and onto the President's desk, they view that and, and see a few unintended consequences, uh, including uh, Utah's own Congressman John Curtis, uh, who has observed, in his uh, opinion, an unintended consequence, and he's taken some action to resolve it. So first and foremost, let me uh, welcome the Congressman on of the program and say uh thank you sir for coming on how you doing you staying healthy
1: thank you lee uh yes i am and if you're looking for something to do this weekend i can promise you the appropriate social distancing if you come paint uh the bathroom uh in our home that uh, my wife expects me to paint (laughs) okay very good (laughs) no well, well, we'll
0: see. If it's a big bathroom, if, if a few of us can fit in there and maintain the six feet, uh, maybe you'll uh, find a Lonsberry with a paintbrush in his hand.
1: Well, I'll solve that by just leaving you in there by yourself.
0: There it is. Uh, t- tell us about what you're up to. You uh, view a few shortcomings with this family-first coronavirus response. I- I'd point out uh, that you, sir, along with the, the rest of the House members here in Utah, voted for it uh, when it made its way to the Senate. Uh, Senator Romney voted for it. Uh, the one dissenting vote came from uh, Senator Mike Lee. He and I have spoken uh, on that issue. Uh, but you, sir, having voted for it, do see uh, some opportunities to improve the situation and maybe uh, mitigate some of the unintended consequences of the measure.
1: Right. And much of that really is uh, flexibility uh, and understanding that these circumstances are so unique, they're changing. For instance, this is even different. Life is different than when we wrote this bill. Governors have closed uh, businesses down that I don't think we anticipated being closed down when we wrote the bill. So making sure that this is implemented with flexibility for businesses, Um, these businesses will get reimbursed for these costs, but many businesses are telling me the lag time between when they're expected to to pay this money and get reimbursed is extremely problematic. I think everybody's worried about a cash flow situation, no matter what sector of the economy you're in.
0: You have sent a letter to Secretary of the Treasury Steve Mnuchin to this effect. What's your letter say?
1: Well, we're asking for clarification on certain issues, and we're asking for that uh, flexibility. Well, I think those would be the two main things is the ability for businesses to, to meet the goals of this, but to be able to maneuver um, in, in the ways that they do that and making sure that the federal government is able to respond in, in the reimbursement fashion in a way that doesn't jeopardize their business. The worst thing that could happen from this is that we would, with the intention of, of helping workers, uh, destroy their business. And and so clearly we don't want to do that.
0: You confident that uh, you will receive a satisfactory response, at l- either from the Treasury uh, Department or maybe uh, an element added to this third uh, measure being uh, debated in the Senate now?
1: Well, we need to. We don't have the option of of not being successful. Uh, too much is at stake, and I am confident that not just uh, the administration but Congress will respond to these very unique challenges. Uh, that we'll work together in a bipartisan way and, and push uh, legislation forward. We're trying to be very careful between balancing uh, speed um, and and quality work. Uh, you could imagine the frustration having uh, been so close to what happens in the House for all of us to be sent over for a vote early, in the early hours of the morning that we've not fully reviewed, and yet knowing if we don't pass that bill that, that businesses will be hurt, employees will be hurt, and um, we just need to make sure that um, those unintended consequences are covered. Uh, and, and I am confident that we'll do that.
0: Very good. Uh, why don't you give us a, a report from the district? How is Utah's 3rd Congressional District faring in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic?
1: Well, uh, and, and also let me mention for your listeners, you're probably perceiving this, at least on my end. I think we've got a delay between us. I apologize for that. It are be a few seconds of dead air. But, but let me just say, I'm i am I'm so proud to be at Utah, and I'm so proud to represent this district. I, I hear every day of these just fantastic stories. I talked to a business today who who has not been necessarily hurt by this, and, and they've found a way to donate thousands of pairs of surgical gloves uh, to local hospitals. And I hear stories like that up and down at the district, and I'm just really, really proud of the goodwill that comes out of Utah. We are such a, a great example. I'm pleased with our governor and his response, uh, the many people within the state, uh, people working together. I just love hearing these creative ideas. Um, I heard the other day of a gym that uh, had to close, and so they're renting out their equipment. It helps uh, the people who can rent that out. and helps them generate a little income. I think creativity and innovation is going to flourish here in Utah and in district And clearly we are in a storm and it is a bad storm, but we'll weather the storm and we'll come out the other side.
0: Excellent. Uh, Representative. John Curtis, I'm grateful to you for your time. Thanks for the attention to detail you're paying to uh, this circumstance in which we find ourselves uh, right now. Grateful to you also for your patience with this delay. It is uh, entirely the result of the equipment I'm using uh, to broadcast from uh, my guest bedroom as I practice this social distancing. Uh, And also uh, grateful to you, gentle listener, for uh, putting up with uh, the gaps in between some of the the questions I've been asking of folks. Uh, Best of luck to you. Mr. Curtis, uh, best of luck to your district and the rest of the state. Uh, We're all in this together, and I think we're going to be victorious when all is said and done here. All righty. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be speaking to a gentleman named Paul Daniels. Uh, Mr. Daniels owns the Utah Fitness Institute. He's an exercise physiologist, and he's going to give us some tips on how to stay fit, how to keep our bodies and minds active as we find ourselves idly sitting at home uh, as we endure uh, the sometimes uh, isolating impact of this corona virus that's ahead on live mic I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL news radio.